أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين اللهم يسر ولا تعسر رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل نقدة من لساني يفقه قولي رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل نقدة من لساني يفقه قولي All praise due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank him, glorify him. We send our salutations to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Dear respected brothers and sisters, we continue our journey and our discussion and then reminder inshallah. Today's discussion will draw our attention on some things that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam warn us against and also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remind us about it in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in the Quran, مَا يَلْفِذُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ Which means that uh, there is no word that will come out of our mouth unless رَقِيبٌ uh, عَتِيدٌ uh, The angels that are always with us have recorded it. So wherever you sit, whatever you do, the word that comes out of your mouth is very important. For indeed, anything that comes out of your mouth will be recorded. With this understanding, before we go further, we look at the companions of the Prophet They have divided conversation, communication, words that come out of their mouth to be three categories. One, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the Qur'an, they read, they practice, they read in their prayer, and they learn to understand its meaning. Number two, the words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa which are guidance and also support in their lifestyle. And the third is the words that comes out of their mouth. They make sure they ask themselves those simple questions. This word that I'm going to say, its implications, is it going to be beneficial to the ummah? Is it going to be something that is going to cause issue to somebody? So whatever that comes out of their mouth, they make sure they look at these categories and make sure that the word that is coming out of their mouth is something of good. Because if Allah SWT is saying, Every single word that comes out of your mouth is being recorded. You have to be really careful what you say. You have to be really careful how you say it. And you have to be really careful to whom you say those words. Sometimes we underestimate, we undermine the words that we say. We don't look at how harsh those words can be. We are only looking at our personal interest, freedom of speech, we say things just like that without any consideration. Well, for our information, any word that we use is recorded. And if that is the case, we will be accountable for those words on the day of TM. So it is very important for all of us to start asking questions. What do we say? How do we say it? Where do we say it? Because these words will be something that we will be summoned in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on that day, 
it's not going to be just you but rather imagine when you say things that are not to be said and then you are summoned in front of 10 people to discuss this how embarrassing that can be how uncomfortable that you can be what of if there are hundred people what of if the whole world will be there listening to your words how will you feel about them we're not talking about backbiting here we're talking about every single word that you say are being recorded so let's think about that so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said whatever we say will be documented and for that matter we will be answering questions on that on the day of Qiyamah the Prophet said in hadith من قعد مقعدا لم يذكر الله فيه كانت عليه من الله Whoever sits in a place, whoever sat in a place where the discussion went and all things have been talked about, but Allah's name is not being mentioned, Allah is not being remembered in that gathering. The Prophet said, that sitting, that gathering has gone as a waste in the person's life as he or she will be questioned on the day of Qiyamah on how they spent that time but for them it is a loss for you to sit in a place it can be a gathering that you have among your mates, among your peers, among your family but in that gathering Allah is not being remembered it's not about reading Quran it's not about making dhikr no, it's just about talking of dunya idle talk no Allah or the Prophet is being remembered in that gathering the Prophet said that sitting that time you spent in that gathering has gone as a loss for you will be judged by that but you don't have anything good to talk about. You spend your time and waste it for nothing. So whatever or wherever you sit, ask yourself that question. What are we talking about here? For indeed, at that moment, death can come. As it said, La ta'tikum illa bakta. Death will just come as sudden. No announcement whatsoever. And whatever you die upon, you will be resurrected on that. So ask yourself, that gathering, that setting, what exactly was the main goal of that environment? What is being talked about? Ask yourself, in that setting, if you are to die on that, what do you have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The moment you understand this idea, you will not sit and waste your time arguing about politics, arguing about soccer players, arguing about movie stars. When you know the time you have in this world is limited, you will be questioned on every single second that you lived on.
Why will you spend your time, energy, this precious time to talk about things that will not be beneficial to you? So this is a warning and also a, rem a reminder from the Prophet Sallallahu Wherever you sat, you will be questioned on how you spent that time. Now it's up to you to assess yourself and see really what was the gathering all about. The moment you start to understand this, you will always choose where you go and what you talk about. That's why when you look at the life of the Prophet he told us anything or we, he, he told us everything that will be of beneficial to us. And also he warned us on anything that will harm us. Don't sit at a place where the discussion will be not of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or sending salutations to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It went on to say, Whoever lies at a place, any sleep at night or day, you want to sleep, you want to lie down, there's nothing wrong with you sleeping or lying down. But if that of that action, La yudhkar Allah fihi kanat alayhi min Allahi tiratun. If that gathering or that setting where you're going to lie, where you're going to sleep, if Allah will not be mentioned on that, that time you spend in sleeping or lying down, it has become a loss for you. Now we're going to pause a bit here and look at this aspect of mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every aspect of our life. Because the first one, there is another narration that goes like, if you sat... And also we have a narration that even went further to say, even if you are at work, and that walking, you're strolling about going here and there, if that has no Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or the salutations of the Prophet being mentioned, then that time is gone for nothing. Now let's pause a bit and look at all this. How will you feel? If you are doing something that is evil, something that is haram, just imagine yourself. You are going to steal. And you say, anything that we do, Allah said we should mention His name. So, Bismillah, I'm going to steal this money. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, because I'm going to steal this money. You know, it does not add up. So, for any time that you will remember Allah in anything, that will be the deterrent for you to stay away from what is haram. At any given time, when if as long as you will remember Allah in anything that will do, that will be the warning against what is haram. For indeed, shaitan made mention of some people. He said there are some type of people it's really hard to be in their company. When they walk, they say Bismillah. When they sit, they say Bismillah. When they talk, they say Bismillah. When they, whatever they do, they will mention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name. 
Shaitan said, such people, I cannot be in their company. I cannot sit with such people. Because at any given time when Allah is mentioned, Shaitan has to run away from that group. He will go far away and then come back. So such people, whenever he comes back, he will hear Allah's name being mentioned and he cannot be in this company. But the people that Shaitan will be okay in their company are those who sit down, talk and argue about unnecessary things that will not benefit them in this world or hereafter. No Allah's name is mentioned. No salutations of the Prophet is mentioned. So Shaitan get opportunity in such a company to the extent not only he pushed them away from the Rahmah of Allah, but he even encouraged them to start fighting each other for something that is of no benefit for them. So wouldn't you want to be among those that shaitan cannot be in their company? Because at any given time in your life, Allah is mentioned. At any given time in your life, the salutations of the Prophet is being done. Anytime you sit down, Bismillah, Subhanallah, La ilaha illallah, Alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar. These are the words that we are supposed to be using every single day. When something amazes you, you say Subhanallah. When something happens, you say La ilaha illallah. When something happens, you say Alhamdulillah. When something happens, you say Allahu Akbar. Shaitan got opportunity to dive in our life to the extent when something amazing happens, we cannot mention Allah, but we just say, Wow, oh my gosh. They push you away from utilizing Allah's name. Because for at any given time, if you say Allah's name, there's a reward for you. And that will also be a way in which shaitan will run away from you. So let's look at those. We don't want to be in a gathering where Allah's name is not being mentioned. We don't want to be in a gathering where salutations of the Prophet is not mentioned. We don't want to lie down without mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't want to go to sleep without remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want every single second in our life, Allah is in charge, Allah is in control, Allah is the one that we can only think of any given time in our life. We don't want to waste that time that we got. The Prophet said, مَا جَلَسَ قَوْمٌ مَجْلِسًا لَمْ يُذْكَرُوا اللَّهَ فِيهِ وَلَمْ يُصَلُّوا عَلَى النَّبِيِّهِمْ إِلَّا كَانَ عَلَيْهِمْ تِرَةٌ No gathering, no gathering has ever been done or any sitting that people come together. But when they sat there, they neglected Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They did not use Allah's name in remembering him. And also, they were not sending salutations to the Prophet unless that gathering or that sitting becomes a loss for them. To imagine when our friend Ali goes to the gym, when he lifts the, uh, the, 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 the weight, he said, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah. If those are the words that will be coming out of his mouth, do you think he will be busy going on TikTok and 
uh, Snapchat showing his muscle because the moment he mentioned Allah, he knows Allah is in control. The moment he mentioned Allah, he knows Allah is in control. There is no way he will be so much involved in showing those muscles online. So I know the, the message is clear now. So, the Prophet ﷺ is drawing our attention on any gathering. Whatever the gathering might be, Allah's name has to be the key. The salutations of the Prophet ﷺ must be, or else we are wasting our time for nothing. And he said, فَإِن شَاءَ أَذَّبَهُمْ وَإِن شَاءَ غَفَرَ لَهُمْ if Allah wills, He punish such people for sitting there without remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When He wishes, He punish. Or if He wishes, He forgives. And these are realities, my brothers and sisters. The time that we have in this world are calculated. That is why we saw the first verse. Now, no word is being used unless it's being recorded. So when you are busy working, whether you are on the production floor or you are in the chiller room, as long as every movement of yours, Allah is being remembered. If you are driving the truck, you are mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even if you are seven people behind the desk in Aldi, you are mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name. At any given time in your life, Allah should be in front. Whatever you do, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those are the ideas. Those are what we're trying to remind ourselves. Because when you waste that time, the Prophet ﷺ said, if Allah wishes, He punishes you for that waste of time. If He wishes, He forgives you. So you don't know where you stand. But what you know is, when you spend your time wisely, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless you for that. The Prophet said in another hadith, La kalam. Do not talk a lot. It's not good to talk too much anyway. Don't talk too much Allah. Do not talk too much without remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At any setting we said, Let's talk about Allah. Let's remember Allah. Let's talk about things that will connect us with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, at any given time, when they sit down or when they are at a place, before they move away, one of them will recite Surah Al-Asr. He will recite Surah Al-Asr and they will advise each other after the verses of Quran were mentioned. So at any given time, I know one person, even when something is so funny that makes him laugh, by the time he finishes laughing, you will hear him saying, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Why is this so? Because you don't know sometimes that laugh can be harming somebody. Sometimes maybe your action can be putting someone into uncomfortable situation. So whatever happened, you don't need any explanation to anybody to seek Allah's forgiveness in your action. So this is also another way of what? 
remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can hear the Prophet sallallahu when there is a setting after any discussion before leaving, there is a dua that he will say to seek forgiveness for such a gathering. So we need to learn to change our ways of life, not to sit down and talk ideally without any benefit for akhirah and this world. Now, the Prophet ﷺ made mention regarding this. You talk too much, talking too much will cause qaswatul qal, will cause your heart to be hardened. Which means you will not have what we call basira. Basira is the sight, is the foresight that your heart will have. If you talk too much, because when you talk too much, you tend to laugh a lot. And when you are in that situation, what it does is, it makes your heart so hard that you will never hear the truth and follow. So the Prophet ﷺ discouraged us in talking too much. For indeed, doing that will be the reason why we will be far away from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So before we continue to refresh our mind, the Prophet ﷺ made it clear to us by saying, Number one, whatever that comes out of your mouth will be recorded. For that matter, seek Allah's forgiveness always. Number two, make sure that always you involve in encouraging people to do good and also uh, forbid them or try to advise them from staying away from evil. As we saw in our recent discussion, the Prophet said, when you call people towards good, you get the reward as the person who does good. And the same thing applies to when you call people towards evil or you are the reason why people involved in something evil, then indeed, whenever they act likewise, you will also be given bad deeds like them. The Prophet also discouraged us sitting in a garden where Allah is not being mentioned. So you can see Allah have chosen us. People at the moment are at home watching movie, having the discussion of whatever, watching soccer, whatever. Here we are, Allah have chosen us to be in the musalla and also not sitting down talking about nothing, but we are reminding each other about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also, one of the things we made mention was to stay away from too much uh, unnecessary talks, for indeed, it hardened the heart. When the heart is hard, nothing good goes into it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and guide us against those unnecessary things. Going further, the Prophet ﷺ also told us in another hadith, Ni'imatani maghboonun fihima kathirun minan nas. There are two blessings that most people don't acknowledge or most people neglect. Number one, as-sihha, health, good health. It's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But most people don't recognize it. You are healthy, everything is fine in your life, you think it's a normal thing. You don't see it as something special unless you get sick. 
And the second one is al-faragh. Time, free time. You don't appreciate your free time until you get caught in lots of things in your life. So the Prophet ﷺ said these two things. Sihha wal-faragh. These are blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take advantage of them. When you find yourself healthy, take advantage of the good health and do more good deeds. Indulge in more worship. For indeed, it will come to a time when you will not be healthy to do those things. And the Prophet ﷺ told us in another hadith, when you get involved in doing good, when you are healthy and young, when you get old and weak and you couldn't do it, Allah still rewards you. For indeed, when you are healthy, you are doing those good deeds. So let's take advantage of our health today. We are healthy, alhamdulillah. We can stand, we can stop. We can sit, we can lie down. Alhamdulillah, out of Allah's blessings, we can see, we can hear. Take advantage of your sight today. Use it by reading the Quran and learning with it. Take advantage of your, uh, your, your, your hearing today so that you can hear good deeds and follow. Take advantage of your, your legs today. You can walk to places of benefit. Take advantage of your healthy body so that you can obey and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will come to a time those body, those healthy God will not be there anymore. So let's take advantage of this. These are blessings of Allah upon us. Wal-Faraq, take advantage of your time today. If you are single, take advantage of this time. For indeed, when you get married, you will not see you. We have evidence here. Someone's uncle vanished from the masjid. If you are single, take advantage of this time. If you get married, some of these things that you do today, you cannot do it. When you are married but you don't have kids, take advantage of this. For indeed, when you have kids, you cannot do most of what you do today. We know there are lots of evidence in front of us. We see what we do and we see with, it, it comes to a time when things are to be done and those kids can be the excuse. Those, you know, marriage and the spouse can be the excuse. So take advantage of your time now. It is good. Some people's wives are not around. Because if they come, our imam will, we won't see him. So imagine, imagine, these are blessings, but we don't know. Until the other side of it comes, then you tend to appreciate those days. You feel, I wish I've done more of this. I wish I've done more of this. Because of what? These things have come now, and you cannot do what you used to do before. So these are blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your time and your health. Take advantage of that. The Prophet ﷺ said also, as we saw in the hadith of uh, Aisha, she said, when it comes to Ramadan, as much as the Prophet ﷺ will worship a lot, if Ramadan comes, he doubles it. Why is it so? Because it's an opportunity he got to multiply the reward. So these are isharat for us. The same thing applies to um, the Prophet ﷺ was talking about some sort of 
incident in terms of the day of Qiyamah. لا تزول قدم ابن آدم يوم القيامة من عند ربه حتى يسأل عن خمس. which means we will be standing on the day of Qiyamah until Allah will ask us some five questions. which means a person comes on the day of Qiyamah, there are some questions that will be asked. You will not be free until those questions are asked. So you need to get answers for those. Number one, umrihi fima afnah. Your your life, the age, the time Allah has given you from the day you became adult or ch- uh, adolescent till the day you died. How did you spend your life? You're gonna answer question for that. How? Did you use the energy, the strength that Allah gave you in showing your muscles online? Or you use that energy and health to lift your blanket for Fajr prayer? You will answer question for that. You will answer question for that. Whatever Allah has given you, your eyes, what did you use that sight to look at? Wallahi, you're going to answer a question for every single part of your body, how you used it. So these are isharat today. Whichever part of your body you are using, ask yourself, am I ready to answer a question on this? It's up to you. The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah will ask you, of your youth age. How did you spend it? Were you partying here and there? Or you spending it in the masjid? You will answer question, Wallahi. These are realities, brothers. We will be questioned. We will be questioned. Some people are thinking, I wish I was not here now. We are the party guys. Our names are being mentioned. Sorry, I did not plan that. You will be questioned how you spent your time. Seven hours, kids on games, and parents are okay as long as they are not disturbing me. A child will sit behind the computer playing game more than eight hours. Parents don't care. And such a child cannot spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes reading Quran. And no one cares. But that time will be answered. We need to be careful the way we deal with such things. The wealth, the money you got, where did you or how did you acquire that money? And where did you spend it or how did you spend it? Two questions. How did you acquire the wealth, whether it's halal or haram? And how did you spend it? Is it on the path of Allah or unnecessary worldly thing? You will answer question for this on the day of Qiyamah. And what did he or she did with the knowledge that Allah has given him or she? So we are here 
when we are reminded of Allah's words, when we are reminded of our deen, when we hear the reality, do we take it or feel like this is going to stop us from enjoying our life? It's up to us to ask, ask, answer those questions. In reality, brothers and sisters in faith, these are all to draw our attention on how we spend our time. Your daily life. Allah will question you on how you spend your time. 24 hours a day. Ask yourself, how many times have I sat down not because of anything, but just to remember Allah. 24 hours a day. Ask yourself, sincerely, out of that 24 hours, what can I say I dedicated for Allah? Ask yourself, how are you going to stand in front of Allah? With which face am I going to meet Allah? What are my words? What my, are my evidence in front of Allah? 24 hours. I slept for 8 hours. I watched games. I watched movies. I played games. Is this what I'm going to say to Allah? Is this the purpose of the creation? We've not created the jinn and human except for them to worship. And you are comfortable saying, I spent eight hours playing game? Let's work up, brothers and sisters. There is no time. We only have now. When we are able to fix between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there and then, inshallah, we can have some sort of comfort. That is why we said, when you are working, when you are driving, when you are walking, when you are cooking, whatever you are doing, make sure that you are remembering Allah in all aspects of your life. Remember the discussion of Allah and Musa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he sent Musa and his brother Harun to Fir'aun. They were going but he gave them something to be doing on their way. And which is, do not forget the remembrance of Allah on your way. When you keep that, you will be the hero at your workplace. Because no one can intimidate you. Why is it so? Because every single minute of your life, you are dealing with Allah. You are in the better business. So you will be taken care of because you are always with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one can intimidate you in your workplace. Why? As long as you are remembering Allah, you will do your job properly. For Allah can see you. Allah can hear you. You are scared to be paid without doing the job that you paid for. Allah will not be happy with you in that. So you will be the best of workers at your workplace because you care about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala questioning you. So whilst you're working, 
Make sure if you cannot say it out loud, say it in your heart. La ilaha illallah. Subhanallah. Subhanallah wa bihamdih. Subhanallah al-Azim. Astaghfirullah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Allahu Akbar. Keep using these words in all aspects of your life. Morning, afternoon, evening. Wherever you find yourself. And see the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the Prophet sallallahu made mention, Allah made mention of this in Hadith Al-Quds. When you remember me, I will be with you in all aspects of your life. If remembering me has reached a stage where you don't even have time to ask and request, I will give you more than what those that have time have asked from me. So remembering Allah, making dhikr, sending salutations to the Prophet is the key. Let's keep this. Insha'Allah by doing that, we will be the best of people. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta wa nastakfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.